0: Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with a medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Hello, my listeners. How you doing? I hope you had a great weekend. This episode is going to concentrate on two supplements only. Now, I've already talked about supplements before, and I've also talked about vitamins and such. But this time, I just want to specifically talk about two supplements, fish oil and flaxseed oil, which both are filled with omega-3s. Now, the reason why I want to do this is, is because... I'm going to give the uses, but there's also side effects and precautions that you need to watch out for if you're taking both of these supplements themselves. So that's why I wanted to just give this uh, episode here concentration on just those two products. So I'm hoping that you'll get the information that you want as you listen to what I have to say. So fish oil comes from many types of fish. It is rich in two important omega-3 fatty acids, and the benefits of fish oil seem to come from its omega-3 acid content. Fish that are especially rich in these oils include mackerel, herring, tuna, and salmon. The body doesn't produce many of its own omega-3 acids. Omega-3 fatty acids reduce pain and swelling and also prevent the blood from clotting easily. Some fish oils, or some products, are approved by the FDA as prescription medications and it helps to lower your levels with the triglycerides. Fish oil is also available as a supplement. Fish oil supplements do not contain the same amount of fish oil as prescription products, so they cannot be used in place of prescription products. Fish oil supplements are sometimes used for heart health and mental health but there is no strong evidence to support most of the uses. So don't confuse fish oil with EPA, DHA, cod liver oil, flaxseed oil, curled oil, or shark liver oil. So how does it work? And what is, what is it effective for? These products are most often taken at a dose of four grams daily. While some non-prescription uh, fish oil supplements might also help These products contain less omega-3 fatty acids than the prescription fish oil products. People who need to take as many as 12 capsules of fish oil supplements daily to get the same effect is how they're going to get the same effect as their prescription fish oil. Myself, I do not take 12 capsules. That seems a little overboard. I only take one, so... And I'll give you uh, what my product that I take and what the milligrams are a little later. So, the possible effects for this fish oil are taking fish oil by mouth decreases the rate of blood vessel reblockage up to 45% when taken for at least three weeks and continue for one month after. Taking a high dose of fish oil will now seems to slow weight loss in some cancer patients. Low doses of fish oil don't seem to have this effect. Fish oil also seems to improve kidney function in people who recently rejected a transplanted kidney. It helps with menstrual cr- cramps. Taking fish oil alone or with vitamin B12 or vitamin E can improve painful periods and reduce the need for pain medications for cramps. Consuming higher amounts of fish oil from foods has been linked with a lower risk of heart failure, but it's too soon to know if taking fish oil supplements helps prevent heart failure. But taking fish oil supplements by mouth might reduce the risk of death in people that already have had heart failure. Now for high blood pressure, taking fish oil by mouth seems to slightly lower blood sugar, or blood pressure, I'm sorry, in people with moderate to very high blood pressure. It's not clear if it helps people with slightly high blood pressure or those who are already on blood pressure lowering medications. Taking fish oil by mouth might reduce liver fat and improve liver health in people with NAFLD. Taking fish oil by mouth alone, or together with drug naproxen, seems to help improve symptoms of RA, which is rheumatoid arthritis. Taking fish oil by IV reduces swollen and tender joints in people with RA, but this can only be given by a health provider. So here's the possibility of infective uh, issues that you might get with fish oil. An eye disease that leads to vision loss in older adults, people who eat fish or more than once weekly have a reduced risk of developing age-related vision loss. Taking fish oil by mouth for up to six years does not prevent vision loss or slow down its progress. Taking fish oil supplements doesn't help treat or prevent eczema, but children who eat fish at least once weekly from the age of 1 to 2 years old seems to have a lower risk of developing that eczema. Eating fatty fish or taking fish oil supplements by mouth does not reduce the risk of a regular heartbeat. Taking fish oil by mouth, along with conventional treatments for bipolar disorder, does not improve symptoms of depression or mania in people with this condition. Giving fish oil by mouth to premature infants doesn't seem to reduce the risks of developing this lung disease. Eating fish might reduce the risk of cerebral vascular disease, but taking fish Oil supplements by mouth doesn't have this effect and this column also talks about high blood pressure pregnancy complications age-related muscle loss and abnormal heart rhythms but why I'm kind of cutting that short is because I want to get down to the side effects but first I want to talk about likely infective this product fish oil is for di- people with diabetes Taking fish oil by mouth doesn't lower blood sugar in people with type 2 diabetes. It also doesn't reduce the risk of certain complications of diabetes, such as heart attack and stroke. But taking fish oil by mouth might lower blood uh, fats in people with diabetes. So here's some side effects. Fish oil is likely safe for most people in doses of 3 grams or less daily. Taking more than 3 grams daily might increase the chance of bleeding. Fish oil side effects include heartburn, loose stools, and nosebleeds. Taking fish oil supplements with meals or freezing them can reduce these issues. Consuming high amounts of fish oil from dietary sources is possibly unsafe. Some fish oils are contaminated with mercury and other chemicals. Fish oil supplements typically do not contain these chemicals. And when applied to the skin, there really isn't enough reliable information to know if fish oil is safe or what the side effects might be. Then it lists some of the uh, special precautions and warnings, especially for those that are going through pregnancy or breastfeeding. But it does say here that fish oil does not seem to affect the fetus during pregnancy or the baby while breastfeeding. But sharks, swordfish, king mackerel, and tidal fish should be avoided during pregnancy by those who may become pregnant or while breastfeeding. Fish oil supplements for children are possibly safe when taken by mouth. Fish oil has been used safely in the doses of up to about 2.2 grams daily for 12 weeks. But young children should not eat more than two ounces of fish per day, I'm sorry, per week. Consuming fish oil from dietary sources in large amounts is possibly unsafe. For those that have bipolar, which I uh, fall in that category, taking fish oil might increase some of the symptoms of this condition Liver disease, fish oil might increase the risk of bleeding in people with liver scarring due to liver disease. Diabetes, taking high amounts or high doses of fish oil might make it more difficult to control blood sugar levels. And then the one most important thing you want to make sure that you watch out for is anybody that's allergic to fish or seafood. Some people who are allergic to seafood such as fish might also be allergic to fish oil supplements. There is no reliable information showing how likely people with seafood allergy are to have an allergic reaction to fish oil. Until more information is known, advice for patients allergic to seafood is to avoid or use fish oil supplements. Use them cautiously. So I hope that gave you some information in regards to uh, fish oils. And now we're going to move on over to the uh, flaxseed. Now the um, information that I'm giving you today is on WebMD. And I will make sure that I post this on my Facebook page. Alright, so let's go ahead and move on to the flaxseed oil. Flaxseed oil and linseed oil are the oils that come from flaxseed. Linseed oil is usually used in the manufacturing world, flaxseed oil is used for nutrition. Flaxseed oil contains the essential omega-3 fatty acids. And in foods, flaxseed oil is used in salad dressing and in margarines. Flaxseed oil is also used as a medicine. So how does it work? Flaxseed oil is a source of fatty acids such as alpha acids and the chemicals in flaxseed oil seem to decrease the inflammation that is why flaxseed oil is thought to be a useful for rheumatoid arthritis and other inflammatory swelling diseases flaxseed oil helps with foot sores in people with diabetes research shows that taking flaxseed oil twice daily for 12 weeks may help foot ulcers to heal faster in people with diabetes, flaxseed oil also helps with dry eyes. Using eye drops that contain flaxseed oil may be re, may be help in reducing certain symptoms of dry eye in some people, but not all people. Here's a, a possibility: infective areas that flaxseed oil won't help. Bipolar disorder. Flaxseed oil doesn't seem to improve symptoms of mania or depression in children with bipolar disorder. So this is where there is uh, insufficient evidence for. Hardening of the uh, arteries, athletic performance, breast cancer, burns, heart disease, carpal tunnel syndrome, which is what I have now, also long-term kidney disease. Diabetes, and this is where I thought that flaxseed oil helped diabetes because that's what I was told to take. But in most research shows that flaxseed oil doesn't lower blood sugar in people with type 2 diabetes, but it might lower blood sugar in women with pregnancy and related diabetes. It also can affect uh, dry skin. It can't help with high blood pressure. Parkinson's disease, pneumonia, prostate cancer, anxiety, constipation, osteoarthritis, swelling, and other conditions. And those right there are going to be your um, insufficient evidence for. So let's move on finally with the side effects. And this is what happens when taking my mouth. Flaxseed oil is likely safe for most adults when taken by mouth, short term. When applied to the skin, flaxseed oil is possibly safe when applied to the skin in short term. Flaxseed oil has been used safely on the wrist for can be used on the wrist for up to four weeks. When applied into the eye, flaxseed oil is possibly safe when applied into the eye short term. Flaxseed oil has been safely taken by mouth for up to three months by children about seven, to eight years old. Uh, pregnancy, flaxseed oil is possibly safe when taken by mouth in doses of up to two grams for up to six weeks during pregnancy. But use of flaxseed oil can be or has been linked with an increased chance of premature birth. Breastfeeding. There isn't enough reliable information to know if flaxseed oil is safe to use when breastfeeding. Bleeding disorders. Flaxseed oil might increase the risk of severe bleeding in patients with bleeding disorders. And finally, surgery. Flaxseed oil might increase the risk of bleeding during and after surgery. Stop using it at least two weeks before scheduled surgery. So there you go, that's the flaxseed oil and the fish fish oils. what I've talked about today just to give you an idea of what the overview, the uses and the side effects could be in using these products themselves. Again, if you wanna start using these products or you are now and you wanna find out more about it, go ahead and talk to your doctor and get it straight from the horse's mouth. He'll be able to give you probably, and most likely, a better idea than what I just read off to you. But this is on WebMD, and I will make sure that I post all this information there on my Facebook page. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode, plus others, are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.